here here's what I want you to do. Just uh-huh. talk at me like we're just having a conversation, but don't talk at me like you're trying to not be loud. Like just we're break. having a conversation and I'm trying not to be loud. We're being totally no, 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 casual here. Yeah, we're just This is just me projecting. I'm checking out my voice. My voice is almost to the 50%. We're doing okay. This is uh, am I robotic? Damn it, I'm robotic. <laughs> okay. If I get robotic, we'll just see. Robo Harvey Z. We can do this. Okay. That part, enthusiastic Harvey Z, comes across at over 50%. I think I just have to be like... Just just be enthusiastic. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're doing a radio show. No, a podcast. God damn it. I can be excited. It's like a radio DJ voice. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Except just... it's not a voice. It's just a intonation, a vocalization. Uh, if I get questioning, no, I cannot question. We just have to be... 100% confident Harvey Z is in the place to be. I'm enthusiastic. Nope, I get robotic. Don't, don't, yeah. Okay, we got this. All right. Okay. I've already pushed play a while back ago. Oh, wait. We're, we're already We're recording? vocal training on the show. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, I That yeah, was a surprise. Not prepared. Yeah, no, I wasn't even prepared with all my notes. You got to give me a little bit of warning. I mean, this is... They wanted sausage. They're getting sausage. It's a gamer. We're here. It's a gamer. That's it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Make Me a Gamer. I'm your host, T-Man, and I'm here with... Harvey Z, in the place to be. Okay, too much. Too much. I know. I just wanted to do that. Oh, jeez. This doesn't make any sense to the viewers because we haven't actually explained what's going on. I think it's best to start a story in media res, and let's just not even go with the rest. Let's just go. In we're, we're just doing in media. That's what this is. Yes, in media. <laughs> this is that's really weird Latin humor, I guess. <laughs> no one else is really gonna care about. But for like the one Latin nerd out there, he's like, woo. <laughs> okay. Um. So we're not going to explain any of that. You can use your imagination. That's what it's there for. Okay. I was like, I figured we'd explain. No, you're right, though. I don't like the sausages. We're going to don't explain it. Let them figure it out. Harvey Z is a pepperoni guy. We've established this. I never eat pepperoni. Well, I mean, you don't like the sausage. So you got to like the pepperoni, right? Bacon. Go with bacon. Okay, fine. But everyone likes bacon. Do they? Most people do. That's true. I like pineapple. Like, I do like pineapples. Oh, see, that's... No, we can't... That, that's, pineapple is, like, the most brilliant fruit out there. No, pineapple is terrible. And if you put it on pizza, you should be ashamed of yourself. Only if you cook it. If you put raw pineapples, then you're a weirdo. But if you cook <laughs> it, it just enhances it to a level of where you get this savory... It's not quite roasted, but I want to use that imagery there. So it's roasted, but it's not. I just wanted the, the vocabulary word there. Just So you wanted pineapple. to use the vocabulary word, but didn't care whether it was appropriate or not so you just used it anyway because i felt like it was audioly audioly doesn't sound right auditorily auditorily pleasing orally pleasing orally (laughs) pleasing with the au yeah okay orally so the alternate universe of orally pleasing is now i'm confused which orally (laughs) orally are you going with because like i just wanted to give like Okay, we're going to walk away from that one because there were so many good things in my head, none of which should be said All here. of which are orally pleasing if they're in your head. Yes. Well, is it? 
Oh man, now another <laughs> rabbit hole of like, is it orally pleasing if it's coming from inside my own brain? It's actually kind of bypassing my oral systems. Your ears, your ears, folks, for the people who got <laughs> left behind like way back. Like when you have internal thoughts, they're not in your auditory system. It's straight out of your brain. And like we have different voices for like how we sound on like the podcast, how we speak to each other. And when we talk to ourselves, all different voices. It's kind of cool, but I don't know if anyone else really cares about that sort of stuff. <laughs> like, I just wanted to talk about oral pleasure here, folks. <laughs> but we're talking about oral pleasure, not oral pleasure, just so we're clear. I'll leave it up to you, dear readers, viewers, listeners, listeners. I can't believe you still haven't figured out that people listen to the podcast. Again, like, I was about to say, like, hey, I don't judge the people for however they want to process this show, but can they process it? I don't it? think they can process it any other way. If they had a computer with the subtitles things, would it, no, it would still play it. No, I'm trying to think of, like, if it captioned it for them. Perhaps somebody, maybe we have fans who will go through and transcribe our episodes, and then, then, okay, fans, get on that. Transcribe this so I made sense back there. And then you can be viewers. I need Wouldn't viewers. that be readers? Damn it. Well, but <laughs> reading and viewing, same thing, right? I don't think so. Because like, you don't say you viewed a book. I mean, you could say it. It's just less accurate. I was about to say, I want, so we have viewers, readers, listeners. I want touchers. Braille. I know where you went. I cut it off immediately. <laughs> I know you. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about oral pleasures and you want touchers. And I don't know, Harvey Z. I'm not sure if this podcast is going the way we want it to. I was about to go, well, we've gotten this many so far. Let's just get them all, like the olfactoriers. That'll be in the future. All right. smell well, vision When we get to episode 69, we'll get talking about oral pleasures and all. we'll do all the touching you want. Oral with AU. <laughs> but yes. Yes. Uh, so this episode is brought to you by, I don't know. I got nothing. I was going to say, like... I, I, I'm not vamping very well. I don't have a... Did I break you? A little bit. Like, we started on pineapples. Wait, how the crap did we get from pineapples to <laughs> oral pleasure? Oh, that's right. The word roasted. Roasted. It's like... I mean, like, I'm an artist. I need to, like, paint with colors. And if my... But you media... said that roasted wasn't what you actually meant. You just wanted to use the word. Because I wanted the sound and the evocation of roasted something roasted sounds delicious and tasty it it was a synesthetic experience oh all the synesthetists out there they know what's up they're licking their lips in taste right now <sighs> and everybody else is going to be confused because i realize we've just been talking about oral pleasure and oral pleasure but hey for the synesthetists it's both but um bum i quit this podcast RVZ is going to talk to you for another 40 minutes about whatever he wants to talk about. I'm done. See ya. You have no idea how happy I am at that like little joke there. Sometimes I don't do it for the fans. I don't do it for the listeners. Sometimes it's just for me, baby. <sighs> if only Harvey Z could orally pleasure himself like this every day. This is a rabbit hole. So I really hope it's not. It is a fascinating question. Would you? Uh, no, no. He okay, so we're going to across. We're going to talk about games. Yeah, like, this is we're, this has gone on far <laughs> enough. 
I uh, I don't even know how much of this is you're going to actually hear. I really do actually hope we cut that last part because <laughs> it is kind of a it's an interesting topic, but it's not for make me. If a you gamer. keep talking about it, it, makes it harder for me to edit it. You realize this, right? Subconsciously. So okay, let's talk about games because I'm done with this shit. Uh, from what I understand, you've been playing more XCOM finally. I have been playing more XCOM and it's been slowly increasing in intensity and like drama. Oh, updates on the T-Man versus Yvonne for major ship slash head of my XCOM division. T-Man, not T-Man the person, but T-Man, my um, character in the game XCOM. Last we had heard, you guys were both vying. You were the most elite people in my army. What did you say the other person was? Yvonne. It's a random, like, generated name. That w- that hasn't been what you've been calling them previously. What's their, like, code name or whatever? Oh, Yvonne. I don't even remember. But, I've like, accepted you've been, your... Yeah, you've been using their code name for the That's whole time. That's true. I don't remember her code name, actually, off the top of my head. It was... Well, regardless, both of you guys have been replaced. There's a new person in charge. What? That's not fair. I know. I didn't expect it either. It was one of those things where halfway through a mission... I was like, oh, he got promoted. And then suddenly I realized he's in charge of the whole goddamn army. Generic Johnson. (laughs) Flank Lord Johnson. Of course. Of (laughs) course it would be him. He's taken over. Another specialist. He's now in charge and thus the main guy of my troops. Yvonne is actually somewhere in the background as well. She's number two. You fell to number three or four, which means you can go on more missions. You're expendable. So you, what, what happened was you used me too much and I had to like recover for too long you got like injured for like 30 days yeah that's that's what happened like i stopped playing because a lot of my guys got hurt and so the b squad came up and the b squad rose up in the ranks so the good news is is that i'm not going to die no you have an increased risk i protect my top people you're no longer number one and two you're number three so number three is not good enough the highest person on my team must survive to tell the tale and to gain advanced levels and stuff Number three, yes, they should as well. Oh you're, you're still pretty you're high to, up. So all your people are going to die. Like, they have died already. That's why we, we went on a hiring spree. And so from what I understand, you told me uh, the aliens has hit full power. So the assassin has hit full power. I don't know what that means. All I have is from this show, you cleverly like joking and making insinuations that this is a very bad thing. So I'm terrified nonetheless. Uh, have you gotten the mission yet where they shoot down your ship? No. They shoot down my ship, you say? Oh, yeah. I know, but I've started building my... That's really weird. Because like, it usually happens within like the first set of missions, but maybe... They've never shot down... or I know we had defensive missions in XCOM 2 like before the expansion and stuff. I haven't had it where they've okay. shot down my ship. Oh, so if you had... You've played XCOM 2. Yeah, from, the regular. So it's the same thing. It's, that's what I'm asking about. Like oh, the mission yeah. where like they, they bring your ship down and you have to go out and destroy the tower. Yeah. Restore the tower. No, it was usually like the aliens are defending and you had, or not defending, they're attacking you. And, and there's like, to, there's like a tower at the end that's like keeping your ship grounded. You have to go destroy it and then everyone gets on the ship and exits. Maybe. I don't remember yeah, it that but well. It's but it's the yeah. same mission. That's what I was asking okay. about. It's I not, not that, a war I mean, chosen I thing. just got to... Spoilers, chrysalids. Oh. But still, like, I feel like you've been playing for enough that you've lost, like, people over and over again. Oh, yes. But that, I mean, we lose people every, like, three missions. But we don't lose... I had only one recently total party wipe, and that was I lost Mox. 
Uh-huh. And that was, there was only, no, it was four of them. It was a rescue mission kind of thing. Or no, three guys. And I happened to lose all three of them. So that was one where I was really disappointed because a total party wipe rarely happens. Someone gets out to tell the tale. That's always my goal. There, yeah. And so, but it was because I hadn't played in a while. And the first mission was a rescue the guy. And I'm still kind of remembering how stuff worked. We were all in concealment. Everything was going well. We snuck up to like the jail building. We got onto the second floor. It had windows. Did not realize. Alien just looks up. Sees like a dude there. My concealment is gone. For one guy, I thought it was gone for the whole party. I went, fuck it. Everybody rush in. Smash through everything. And then shit just got bad. And then I was like, oh, I remember how to play this game now. But I've just lost everybody and I can't like restart or anything. I... Mm. okay yeah it was it was a it wasn't a mission to lose but it was i panicked and then i just the bleeding continued a lot yep and it was one of those like like one guy was just that one guy i should have just let him die and then just like walked away from this mission kind of thing but everybody panicked and we all just went in to rush and then suddenly more troops showed up and then i was suddenly in the middle of the military base that i have to rescue the guy from surrounded by like Way more guys than I was thinking there was. And we did not shoot our way out to freedom. Sometimes that happens. But since then, we've been doing successful missions. Um, The hunter, I really like the hunter assassin guy. Mm -hmm. Is he called an assassin? The chosen, you mean. The chosen, yeah. The the chosen hunter, I can kick his ass consistently. Well, yeah, the hunter is the easiest chosen by far. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it because he basically has like a two-turn attack. And I can get close enough then and I just have to like melee with a Templar. Who's actually your best friend is the Templar. So you guys go on missions together. Well, I love... Templar is my favorite unit, so... Ooh, I like the Reaper, but the Templar right now is one of the best troops I have. So I have to say, like, it's been fun. I just... I'm terrified of losing her. Yeah, no, the Templar is my favorite of the new units. And I think overall, like, I love the design, like Mm -hmm. the way their helmet looks and everything. Ah. Uh, And I love their, like, ability set. And I like just having them like run in and destroy stuff. And then they have the parry ability so people can't touch them. That's my favorite is that I forget about it. And then I get the parry ability and it's so nice. Just simply. Yeah. No. The problem with the XCOM game though is, so this is why I don't like being a gamer. So I played this weekend. It's now super tense. They have full alien, like the full alien bar, four bars or whatever for the assassin. I'm terrified of that. And as we speak, like, Flank Lord Johnson is out on like a mission to discover the alien's base. Is his like nickname actually Flank Lord? He when he created his character and gave it to me, that was his chosen like nickname. It is always Flank Lord for him. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I didn't choose it, but the game didn't instantly randomly create it. That is his That is handle, his choice. Okay, Flank Lord. Right. Uh it's a pun off of the Funk Lord from Toe Jam and Earl, but Gotcha. Okay. And flanking I- kills. But yeah, so He's about to discover in like three days where the alien is. And so maybe I can take them down before whatever stuff is going to happen happens. As well as the alien progress bar is like at almost full. That's the other problem. And I just discovered like an alien base that I need to assault to try to... I hope if I assault the alien base... so like the Avatar project is also almost full? Like at four. Like four left to go. That's not bad. That's why I'm like, I need to make it go down less though. Because it's at like the 75% mark. And I'm hoping if I destroy, like, alien bases, which are hard, tough missions, that usually, if I remember, yeah, that, lowers the, it. that lowers There's, it. like, five alien bases on the world. Yeah. You should probably get get to that. Yeah. And so I just finally unlocked a place that I could do that in. 
And then it, now if I sequentially, every place I can go to, will have another one of those. So I can now chain a bunch. It was just getting to the first location of the alien base. All right. So just so we're clear, I want to let you know, when I beat War of the Chosen, uh-huh. I did it on classic Iron Man. And I only lost one dude the entire game. Yeah, no. I lost one dude in like the first mission he got shot. Yeah, like so that that I just want to be clear, like that is the level you need to be playing at on classic Iron Man. No, we just we played to win. We saved the world, goddammit. Okay. And then we honor our heroes. Well, I am really interested and looking forward to uh seeing what happens when you uh finally find out what happens i really hope i don't i hope i just like have to assault them and then that's it i mean because i know what happened at four bars they gained another power and the assassin's power that they gained is really rough and i'm hoping it's not as bad as i think it is what do you what it's the one where if i miss a shot on them they damage my guy oh geez that is a pretty and so and this person is the assassin which it's really hard to like hit them because they have a high evade right so, like, that's what I was saying is that you don't, if you, when you lose, um, wait, 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 hypothetically, when I lose, yeah, sure, hypothetically, yeah, um, when you lose, uh, starting a new game, you want to not have the story missions because the story mission, the whatever, the lost and the damned uh-huh. mission, automatically makes it so the assassin is always your first chosen. Well, if you do it without the story mission, it can be any of the three as the first one, and it's a lot easier if the first chosen you get is a hunter. You know, like, like that the guy... hunter versus the assassin. Totally different games of like having to play against the two of them. Yeah, like literally with the story mode, that makes it even harder. Yeah, because like that mission is hard to begin with. The it gives you the hardest chosen of the three. Like the warlock, never seen him, don't know anything about him. Feel free not to spoil him so that I can panic and all I know is oh, okay. he's probably weak. So you're only at two chosen? Yeah. How long, like how, what month are you in? I don't know. Actually, I haven't been checking. Like, it feels like you should have been playing way longer. And I just unlocked the. Or have you not been, you probably I haven't, haven't played in like two, three months. Okay, that's fair. But like still, even talked. when you were, ex- when you were playing consistently, it felt like you should have been further, but. I just unlocked the vial. Like I built the psyops building mm-hmm. over the weekend and unlocked the one of the researchers. I researched well, the codex. So, yeah, that definitely seems far enough. Maybe it's just like, have you not been expanding your territory very much? I haven't. I okay, just, that, that's I have probably what it one is. One and then. a half continents. Like, it took me forever to get uh, South America. Because, like, the second Chosen almost shows up, like... When very... I got into South America, he showed up. Yeah, he, and like, then... as soon as you hit a new continent, the second one shows up. So there's, like, a third one out in Asia, but I haven't gotten anywhere into Asia. Got it, got but it. But that's where a lot of the military bases are. And so now that I've unlocked South America, I'm going to go to Australia. That's where it seems like there's a little avatar of a... Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think the cho- the chosen are like in specific areas in on the board, and so like it, you have to expand to get to all three. Yeah, of right them. now we're nowhere close to that. Okay. But so this is my struggle: is so we're at an exciting point in the game. I want to play the game. I have two missions simultaneously in my head that I have to do, which is my team has to one be fully healed up, 
attack the alien base to stop the Avatar project. And then I need those guys, because they have to be my best guys, must survive that battle so that they can immediately go and fight the alien assassin chosen person in that final mission, I'm assuming, to defeat her. Which is going to be really friggin' hard. She's weak to snipers. I have only Freddie Mercury, my one sniper. And I don't have any extras that I'm... And so I'm trying to train up those guys. So, not to put any pressure on you. Uh-huh. But... And it, it tells you this in the game as well. But I just want to make sure you know. You only get one shot at the Chosen. Like, if you fail that mission, that Chosen is going to continue to harass you for the remainder of the game. Uh, that, that's... But- that's... That's it. I mean, I like those stakes, but oh man. Yep. So then maybe it's go for the chosen first, hold off on the project with the B squad. Like it'll it it I'm yeah. telling you this because it tells you like you only get one chance at this as soon as you click yeah. on it. So you'll know, but at the same like just That means just I so might have clear. to send in like number one, number two, and number three. All three of you guys may have to go in and so Flank Lord's best buddy is Overbob, and yours is a Templar. <laughs> Flank Lord and Overbob. I don't like that sending. That sounds t- like a good it is buddy a, cop. Yeah, they, and they're great. They help each other. Like they're a good duo, which is why they've been racking up kills like crazy. But I'm like, if I go into this mission knowing my play style, one man's coming out to tell the tale. <laughs> and it's like, do I send all my best guys? But it's the only shot I have. Even the Templar, like I don't send Templars on assassin missions because it's useless. And she's good against like melee people as well because she's right. super deadly. T-Man, you might become the de facto commander because my number one and two might go, go in on there. there and not come back out. And then you, I see how the Game of Thrones is played. I Hey, you know what? Sometimes you got to take one for the team. If that means staying home and not taking one for the team. <laughs> Like Lord Johnson, you've just sealed away your doom. That was T-Man's plan the whole time. <laughs> um, so on that note, slightly related, uh, I did want to talk about and complain a little bit that Phoenix Point, the the, the game being made by the original XCOM designer, mm-hmm. uh, it got pushed back a couple months. Like a, a, a week or two ago, they announced that it was delayed to September. It was originally going to be releasing in June, which is right around my birthday, which would have been real nice. And also, there's usually like a summer drought for games. Mm-hmm. Like they announce, they pretty much release stuff through like May slash June ish, and then like July and August are pretty dead spaces. That wasn't supposed to be a pun. I don't know why people would think it was a pun because we haven't talked about horror games at all. But anyway um and then like september through november like ramps up to black friday and christmas Uh and that's where all the big releases are so like june release was kind of perfect for it because i had like the whole summer to like play play a a campaign and like really Uh get into it but now that it's releasing in september it's closer to what could be other big games and i may not have as much time for it i'll have to budget my time and see uh what i do with it so since we're on XCOM, I wanted to kind of just like be like, because it's kind of news and also and kind it's of related to XCOM. In a yeah, way. I'm just annoyed because I want to get my fresh XCOM experience. Because um, in, oh, in my head, I'm like, games get delayed all the time. But this one, it's because it's cutting into your ability to play into it. Yeah, exactly. I so here's the issue. You have the same issue I do. So being a gamer, quote unquote gamer, you don't have time for this if you have a life. Yeah, I mean, 
Like this week, I I had to delay putting out our podcast because I didn't really have the time to edit it because I had a busy weekend. Not because you were playing games. No, I wasn't play. I wasn't didn't even get to play games that much. Like I had other stuff. Well, I mean, I guess I was technically playing games with you, but we weren't playing video games. Board like, games. But we were having a social life. Yeah. You know, you got to do that at some point. Um. But yeah, you like you. I have to sneak in hour here, hour there. Like I. I don't get to play six, seven hours at a time like I used to in college or when I was unemployed. And so that's my problem with gaming was like, I love XCOM. I want to play both of these missions back to back. Both of them will in my head be lengthy missions. I'm not going to, if I don't want to lose a guy, it's going to take two hours each. Probably that's a good three to four hour chunk each day at work, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. Like I've been having projects and things to do. So I'm getting home either late or I'm getting home and there's stuff I need to do for work. And then it's like nine o'clock and it's like, I could play from like nine to 10, one hour but, but that's if, not enough. And what if it runs late and the mission might have to, I don't want to stop. And as I've learned, if I put away XCOM for a while and get back to it, I can lead to a, like a total party wipe. I need to like gaming has to be an investment, which is what is difficult and why mobile games are so easy to play. Yeah. I was super excited for Kingdom Hearts 3 and we'll get to that in a minute. Um, That's one of the things I wanted to talk about today. Uh, but like, I've been like, playing it for like an hour or two here and there like it came at my peak like i would have had finished kingdom hearts 3 like the week it came out like i would have already been my like my friend he was the same amount of excited for him and has more free time than i do and he beat it in like a week and he's already platinumed it in around less than two weeks Oh. So, like, he's, like, done everything in the game already, and I'm still working my way through the main plot. Like, I've still got two more Disney worlds to go, and then, like, the end game starts, which is in another, like, five to six hours of gameplay. And how long is... Like, I was surprised by the other ones, but how long is Kingdom Hearts? Like, three? Um, so, I think I'm at, like, 18 hours of playtime right now on the main timer. Uh-huh. Like, total. Uh, but that is also slightly enlarged because I often leave it sitting paused and yeah, the, the, the game timer keeps going anyway. So it's probably, I'd say that's an extra two to three hours on there just because I've left it sit and gone and done something else. Uh, so maybe like 13, 14 hours of gameplay somewhere in there. And I'd say, you know, with two more worlds and then the end... I'd hit me 20 to 25 hours, which isn't bad. See, like, this is the conflict of, like, adult Harvey Z and young Harvey Z. Young Harvey Z would be like, that's not... Like, if I'm going to pay 50, 60 bucks for a game, I want, like, 100 hours of content. And well, adult you know, Harvey you Z is You can get just, to that now. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Like, XCOM, I've certainly played 100 plus hours of it. But, like, I've been counting, actually, on my save games. It tells you how many... This is game number 52 for me. <laughs> so, like... It's I just keep playing it over and over and I know I get hours and hours of content, but I can't be a gamer if I have like other things to do. Like, like for me, like Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm -hmm. I So there was this thing that Sony did where at the end to celebrate like anniversary of five years of PlayStation or something or whatever. I don't know. Uh, it was something to do with PlayStation 4. But at the end of 2018, they released this thing where if you like 
linked to your profile or like logged into their website, they gave you like all these stats of how much time you'd spent on games, when you played them during, how many games you played during months, how many trophies you got. Oh. So it was a real neat little stat breakdown. And so my most game played game was Overwatch. And then my second most played game was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And both of them I had over 100 hours in. And then the next game was only 40 hours total. So okay. like I only there were only two games the entire year that I managed to get that 100 hour of gameplay in that nearly every game nowadays is like we boast over 100 hours of gameplay or like telling you this campaign will take you 40 to 50 hours and like you have 80 hours of content and all that good stuff like that it's supposed to be good but like I barely have time for one maybe two of those games a year versus like more small bite-sized chunk games where I can play like 30 minutes here, an hour there. And I'm like, what's the solution? And it's like, I don't see an easy solution for me. Like, that's why I do like XCOM because it's a mission. I can play a mission and it feels like I've done, but that's like two, three hours already. What I would love is I remember as a kid playing XCOM the entire day. Yeah. I cannot do that as an adult. No, that's that's what being an adult is, is you don't get... That uh, freedom of responsibility where you get to do whatever you want to do. Unless you're unemployed, in which case you should probably be looking for a job. But some people choose the time to catch up on their games. But I mean, if you're like a Twitch streamer, you can... But so as we've talked about before, those guys have to be busy not just playing games for fun, but they actually have like content and crap that they got to deal with too. Yeah, and Twitch for sure... For Twitch streamers, most of them have to be playing the same fucking game. Like there aren't like variety streamers are not that huge. Like there are some big ones. Variety but, streamers. Ver, so variety streamers are ones where like every day they play something different. They don't uh, have like a specific niche. Like Day Nine is the only streamer that I really follow on Twitch. He has like Starcraft Day, like Hearthstone Day, like Magic the Gathering Day, and it's a kind, schedule. I mean, kind of like that. I usually uh, consider variety streamers that that is close. But I mean, but, he's on a schedule, so you know every Monday yeah, is the same thing every Tuesday. That's, that's not how it plays. Variety streamers will, will do like, all right, Resident Evil came out. We're going to play through Resident Evil. And then once we're done with Resident Evil, I'm going to play Donkey Kong Country because I want to replay that. You know, it's like they okay. or, or they'll be like, hey, I'm going to pull the chat. What do you guys want to see me play? And versus streamers like Ninja who are like, I'm going to play Fortnite every day for eight hours. And that's what people tune in because they want to see Ninja play Fortnite. Doesn't that get old? I mean, that's how they make their money. I mean, he's super popular. So, but I'm like watching the same game every day. Now, if it was like an RPG or a hundred hour game, you but then you're not going to restart the... Are there people who just play the same game over and I over? I mean, most not- of these are multiplayer games. Like, so it's matches of things and over and over again. Like things like Overwatch, things like uh, Fortnite, um, mm-hmm. Hearthstone, you know call of duty uh it actually leads into the main news thing i wanted to talk about today apex legends just came out if you haven't heard about it it's fairly new but everyone in the gaming sphere is talking about it so you've probably heard heard about about it yeah yeah last monday so it'll be probably two weeks from ago when this comes out it was the first monday of february that it came out uh respawn who are the uh, studio that used to be Infinity Ward, I think. Maybe 
Yeah, they used to be Infinity Ward. Uh, Infinity Ward was the team that made Call of Duty Modern Warfare that sparked the huge Call of Duty uh, renaissance, I guess. And uh, so that's an older game, Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah. And and so they worked for they were underneath Activision, who I won't get into, <laughs> but I'm clenching my teeth here because they just fired 800 people today and. Check out episode yeah, twenty yeah, for more on the, Activision. Yeah, yeah, I, I want I railed against them in their stick to the man episode, so I'm not going to go into it now. But they fired a bunch of people today, and I'm angry about it. There, I said it. Would you like to give him at least one f you? No, no, I did. Oh, I did that on Twitter already. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So anyway, so they decided they didn't like Activision, much like I didn't like Activision. So they broke off, formed their old studio called Respawn. Uh, were they work under ea they made the titanfall and titanfall 2 um titanfall 2 didn't do very well uh there was a lot of conflicting information as to why it didn't do well but we're not going to get into that uh and so on monday they dropped apex legends it's a free-to-play game it's a battle royale game it's only squad based so you can't play it solo uh you're it's 60 people drop on in, in teams of three, so that that would make, what, 20 teams of three? Yeah. So you're always in a team of three, no matter what. Uh, you can play with friends. You can just group up with random strangers. And it's hero-based, like Overwatch, where there's six to eight characters. There's You start out with six, and there's two you can unlock through, like, Apex Money or whatever they call it. And so it's, that's different, though, than Fortnite and PUBG. Right, because they're all just... Random Basic guy picking characters. up stuff. Yeah, each each squad can choose. You can't all have the same hero. Each squad has to have diff- three different heroes, and you get like it's randomly chosen. Like first, one person gets to choose first, then the second person, then the last person, and so and each guy has uh, a passive ability, an active ability, and an ultimate. And those things, like one's a healer, and is like the passive ability is they can revive people faster and have a shield when they're reviving people. And then, like, their active ability is they throw out a, a healing thing that if people are near near it, it'll heal them up. Uh, that's the one I've been playing as because I suck at shooting, but I feel like I'm actually doing something when I'm playing as the healer. Like, I can like, hang I'm back. I'm yeah, yeah, exactly. I can hang back. Like, I got second place... Uh, the squad of three I, I was in, I it was like the second or third game I played, so I still hadn't gotten used to it yet. And I was paired with these two people. Like I was ranked three, and I think the other two people had were already at like rank twenty. And this was like the second day the game had come out, so you can kind of. So uh, they they had their free time to play. Yeah, they had definitely had free time to play it. Maybe they were streamers. I don't know. Uh, but so. I was just this level three healer and they were like killing everybody. And there was this one time where we almost got squad wiped. Like they both got knocked down, but then I was able to, because I had hung back, I ran up and revived both of them. And then they went and took out, took out the people and we continued on. And we ended up getting second place because the final firefight, we didn't have a good uh, position. The healer got for taken it. down. What? Did the healer get taken down and that's why? Or I, I mean, sort of, I got taken down and it's then your podcast lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it was just we were in a bad position and they used this. They had an ultimate saved up and we didn't have our ultimates. So like they used this like giant ultimate that like has like air support. So we were taking huge fire and couldn't really get anywhere. And so I revived one guy. But then as I was trying to get back into cover, I got knocked down and then they tried to revive me. And, you know, it's one of those mm-hmm. chain reaction things. Anyway, 
So as you can see, I'm kind of, I'm talking about this game like I'm actually having fun with it. And it is really fun. And it's taken the, kind of taken the gaming world by storm because here, let me read the news article here. I've got, I'm reading this off of The Verge. Uh, they wrote an article about it. Um, in just three days, Apex Legends passed uh, 10 million registered players. Why? Because like, it's a new it's, Battle Royale game and it's it's fun it to play just, and it's popular and it's free. Like, you know... It's hitting the cultural zeitgeist with the Battle Royale is super popular. Like, people are... people. So, since Fortnite's big boom, people have been looking for a good... Like, the next Battle Royale game. Like... Everyone's been waiting for developers to come out because like PUBG and Fortnite were both kind of overnight successes. Uh-huh. And they and when I say overnight, I don't I don't really mean overnight. I used the wrong word. Uh it's more like they kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like Fortnite in comparison, I think it took it two weeks to get to 10 million players. And that well, was probably a big deal. And that was a big deal at the time. Um, it's an apex does it in three days. They had over 1 million concurrent players in within three days, which oh. was also shorter than Fortnite's. I don't know how long it took them to get to that, but, uh, you know, million people playing at the same time is a big deal. But like, so Fortnite was just kind of like a tacked on mode to a game that wasn't even supposed to be battle royale. And PUBG was like kind of like this very basic, like the guy who had made mods, for games like Arma and whatever had designed this from the ground up. And it was like made by, I think blue point was the company. And so it wasn't like a big triple a publisher mm-hmm. or like it, you say indie game. I, it's, I, it's not quite indie okay. uh, because it had enough money behind it to be decent. I always assumed like PUBG was like literally a mod that took off. Like it was just some guy, one guy who published. I mean, so thing. it's called player unknowns battlegrounds and pl- player unknown is the name of the guy that had made mods for the previous games. And so basically what happened was this company, Bluepoint, was like, hey, we're going to hire you, make this game just as an actual game. And so it came out on early access on Steam uh, and it got real popular. And then Fortnite like jumped off the success. Mm-hmm. It was originally going to be a completely different like power defense type game. And then they were like, hey, you know, this has become all the rage. Let's see if we can make our own version. And then Ninja played with Drake and Fortnite took off. And so when people saw how much money was going into both of these and how many players, how big the player bases was, everyone was expecting everyone to jump on the new train for it. Did that happen? Because I thought that everybody was going to release like Battle Royale games like crazy then. So yeah, so it sort of did. Uh... Realm Royale came out. I don't know who made that, but they tried to make it like a magic base. There's like spells and stuff. It's like, okay, it's doing all right. It hasn't folded under itself, but it ha- didn't take off like Fortnite and PUBG did. Uh, there was Radical Heights, which was a real like kind of cash grab because Boss Key Studios, which was head by Cliffy B, who made um, Gears of War. I think Cliffy B is Gears of War. I get him and David Jaff mixed up. David Jaff is Twisted Metal. Oh. Cliffy B is Gears of War. He used to be at Epic. Anyway, Cliffy B made his own studio called Boss Key Studios, and they released this game called... Shit, I'm forgetting the name of it. Lawbreakers. Uh, and it was supposed to be... It was like a arena shooter. Came out and had really terrible advertising. Like, it didn't go anywhere. I think it was around the same time as Overwatch. Might have been a little later. 
but it was supposed to be like an arena shooter similar to quake like old school type jumping mm-hmm. around and different guns and because of bad advertising and bad campaigning and just like general disinterest it didn't do very well and so boss key tried to slapdash together a battle royale game to try and save the franchise save, get some save, money yeah out of it get or? some money save the studio and so they released this really alpha game called radical heights where it was just basically Fortnite, but without the building and with an 80s aesthetic it could work i I mean it was it was a neat idea but it was very clearly put together in like a very short amount of time just to capitalize on the fad and so it didn't do very well it didn't make nearly enough money that as they needed to and bosky ended up shutting down and closing down radical lights because for this game the apex is what it's called apex legends apex legends like it's Yes, there's several. That's why I was like, oh, it's another cash grab is what I was thinking. And then it just blew up. Well, so, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not done yet. Yeah. You're just jumping in. So then, so these were all the cash grabs. So give you give a general timeline. PUBG and Fortnite became popular in 2017. Uh, it was the summer of 2000, slightly before and then into the summer of 2017 when PUBG became popular. And Fortnite, I think, came out. The Battle Royale version came out in August. 2017 and those two were like the big battle royale things and then i think it was february when the whole ninja thing blew up of 2018 and that's when fortnite took off so 2018 was the year of it seemed like last year was the year of fortnite right and so it was in that in in middle period of like may to summer of 2018 where things like radical heights came out and realm morale the ones that were obviously very quickly coming out a couple months after Fortnite had exploded in popularity and come like a mainstream phenomenon. Uh, and then it was November-ish where uh, Call of Duty came out with uh, Blackout, which was within Blackout. Op- Blackout, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Blackout was the name of the Battle Royale mode in Black Ops 4. And I think there was another one. I think Battlefield... I can't remember. I think Battlefield Five was supposed to have a battle royale mode, but then didn't. I don't remember exactly, but like Blackout was the only big AAA battle royale game to come out, and it was okay. Like people liked it, just like they like Call of Duty, but it didn't like grab anything. Like mm-hmm. there, there wasn't any. Did it add something to the genre no, or the no. that sort of thing? Yeah, that's it, why it would still it was be just cash like, grab a little. Yeah, bit. It, it still felt like a cash grab. And on top of that, like the map was just like a bunch of the regular Call of Duty like multiplayer maps like strung together. Like it. Oh, I so mean, it's kind of neat, but also kind of like you you clearly didn't put a ton of effort into this. So yeah, and so that didn't set the world on fire. And now. Apex Legend comes out and it's got a a bunch of things working for it. First of all, it's free. While Black Blackout was, you know, you had to pay for Black Ops to get it, uh, and I think Radical Heights was early access, so you still had to pay for get it because obviously they were trying to get money. Is that a successful thing to do to release a free to play game? Well, Fortnite's free to play. Oh, I always forget that. I I always assume that Fortnite you have to put some money, but it's just for skins. And no, stuff. just for skins in the battle pass. Okay, so that's a proven track. So that's not innovative. It's a no going down. So they're they're classic. following the the free to play scheme, which is one of the big things that people have arguments against because these uh, AAA developers are trying to add free to play marketing and money schemes 
to $60 games. And like people don't want to, if we're paying $60 for a game, we don't want to keep paying more money for it. Yeah. Well, that turns me off well, on a game. Exactly. And if it's free to play, I'm more likely to be like, well, you know, I might want to pay five bucks to unlock this extra character. He seems cool. You know, mm -hmm. it seems it's reasonable. It's value for my money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, if I'm enjoying playing the game, why not support it a little bit? Right. Like it's, you know, big brain. Uh, and so, so it's free. So everyone could jump into it immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, it was stealth dropped, which like there wasn't any buildup or anything to it. Like the weekend before there were rumors like this was going to come. And then just Monday is like, hey, it's here. Go ahead. Play it. And like, like a Beyonce like, album. What? Like a Beyonce album. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Just kind of like, boom, here. Uh, and then it's made by Respawn. And they, they were these were the guys that made the original, like the Call of Duty one that was really good. So the shoot, the gameplay feels good. The shooting feels good. It's a decently designed map. Uh, and then it adds a unique aspect to it because of the hero shooter thing. Like it's like an Overwatch mashup. Like all these other games have just kind of been like generic people while now there there's lgbtq characters in it so that's where i got into hearing more about because i was like oh cash grab and then oh it's really blowing up wonder why it's blowing up but okay it seems like it's a good game and such and then the memes started coming in and that's when i was like oh i'll pay attention to it because i don't pay attention to video games but when it hits the pop culture stuff of the lgbtq stuff i was like oh good for them this is cool yeah yeah and so what happened was, while the others have all felt like cash grabs, this one actually felt like the team behind it was looked at the Battle Royale giant and was like, okay, how can we make a good BR game versus how do we make money from a BR game? And I think a lot of people that have been playing it have realized that because it's a good game, it feels good, it's got character, it's got personality, and it gives all the Battle Royale stuff, but, you know, you can clear there's been time and effort into it and not just a, we want to make money on what's hot. Like, this is, like, an, like Respawn has always been a decent developer. Like, a lot of people love Titanfall. I haven't actually played either of them, but I've heard very good things about the campaign and people wishing it had done better. And so... Yeah, so it's gotten real popular. Like, all the Fortnite streamers have been playing Apex Legend nonstop. Uh, people are enjoying it. Like, the team-based stuff is good for streaming as well because you get, like, three people together and they can play off each other. As, like, same... Like, so you said streamers. Yeah, you know, like... Like, three different streams you'd have to watch or do you just... I mean, you can, like... It'll be three, usually a lot of streamers will stream together in like groups, especially if they're doing stuff like Fortnite squads uh -huh. or, you know, playing a game of Call of Duty together or something like that. So it may not be the full team. Like you'll see a lot of Overwatch streamer will team up like with one other person and they'll mm -hmm. like duo. So you won't get like a full team of six. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you don't have to watch both their streams if you don't want to. You watch whoever you want to watch. But, you uh, but, know that but they, you know, streamers are like a, a, a click or a, a circle, you know, they they know each other. They go mm -hmm. to cons and meet each other. They're friends because, mm -hmm. you know, especially, uh, you know, if you're streaming the same game and you're good at games, you're likely going to be facing the same, especially in like Overwatch. Mm -hmm. You're going to meet the same people over and over again. Fortnite might be a little different because you're not like talking to everyone you're playing with because there's 100 people. Mm -hmm. Uh but, you know, still, like, if 
like Ninja will know the other good Fortnite people. Has Ninja played or is Ninja loyal to Fortnite? Uh, I don't actually know. And it's something of where, like, if you're a new game company and you're creating it, do you want to try to, like, advertise or try to get streamers to play your game? When it dropped, there were definitely sponsored streams. Uh-huh. Like, they, they do that a lot, where, like, a new game comes out and developers will sponsor a uh, stream, big streamers to, like, play it for an hour or something just to get the word out. Does Ninja have, like, a contract? Like, or he just enjoys... I have no idea. Like, is that something where, like, the big streamers... I'm using Ninja only because he's the only one I know outside of, like, Day 9. But, like, yeah, is that something of where... I mean, it depends. Like, there are a lot of, like, uh, gaming... God, what's the word? I don't... Like, esports groups and gaming groups. uh, Things like uh, Cloud9 and uh, Lunatic. Or Lunatic High was the name of an overwatch group i i don't i can't can't remember the, i don't know what they're called give me a second a click or a club <laughs> it's not like a club because it's not um, permanent members yeah give me give me one second it's, mm-hmm. it's it like says like esports organization um but they'll these people will like sponsor streamers or like if you apply they'll be like sure you're going to be a part of this team or whatever especially with like League of Legends and some of them are official some of them aren't like there are just random sponsorships just like you get in like NASCAR or whatever where like uh, a, a group of like lesser known streamers you know they attach themselves to an agency and so this agency will like market for them and be like, you know, hey, this game said, you know, you will said they'll sponsor your stream if you play this for an hour and like do deals and things like that. So mm-hmm. not every streamer is out there solo trying to just make a buck. Like mm-hmm. there are organizations that help out with that, you know, just like any actor has an agent or like writers have agents, things like that. Because I'm thinking like, oh, is it something where if you're a Twitch streamer and you're trying to get your name out there would you want to quickly try to attach yourself to a new game people want to see it and stuff or is it something where you're an already established streamer you're gonna switch over like i'm just thinking of like not marketing but like the if you're trying to make it big a new game that opens up is that a potential place to like oh yeah oh yeah definitely and if i guess you're good at it you can become the new ninja or the the apex ninja uh yeah like it's it's hard to say now, but like, cause like Ninja streamed Call of Duty and Halo and a bunch of other stuff. Like it wasn't until Fortnite that he suddenly got huge. Uh, and it's because he was a really good Fortnite player and he had enough of a personality and a bunch of kids like Fortnite. So they started watching him and blah, blah, blah. The thing is now, like there's a lot of huge, like between last year when ninja took off in popularity and this year like there's been a kind of a top streaming crowd now and so like all those people will just switch over to apex legends and they'll keep their communities if people want to watch apex legends if not they'll go to someone else who's playing Fortnite, or they'll just stop watching streaming entirely like i know uh, a lot of people there are a lot of streamers that streamed overwatch for a long time because when overwatch came out everyone wanted to watch overwatch on twitch and it was a big deal and so like one of my favorite streamers who is one of the few that i continually subscribe to 
he played Overwatch with his friends for like six months, and then he got tired of Overwatch and went back to being a variety streamer, and I kept up with it because I like his content. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it it depends. Like, so it Ninja could become an Apex streamer, but if he's not as good, as good at Apex as he is at Fortnite, or if it's not as entertaining to watch, he may stick with Fortnite, and if Fortnite drops in popularity, he might not become as relevant as he is. I wonder if that's an anxiety for like a streamer of like oh totally definitely what if this game drops in popularity and that's your money revenue and stuff it's like the job market sort of being in flux in a weird way like oh yeah yeah no that that's definitely a thing for uh one trick streamers like i don't want i don't want to say that as like a negative but there are a lot of streamers who get their livelihood off of one single game and if that game isn't as popular anymore like if they're ta- like uh one of the people uh i think it's dsp stanky it might be dps stanky uh but whatever one of those two names i can't remember i'm minorly dyslexic i can't remember which ways the letters go uh but he was a really really good lucio and so people would tune into his streams to watch him play lucio on overwatch because he was really good at it and he could do wall riding and do all these tricky boops and things like that and then he decided he was tired of playing Lucio all the time, so he stopped playing Overwatch and started doing Variety Streamer, and his stream declined. Like, he still gets some viewers, but not nearly as much as when he was being an awesome Lucio, because now he's just playing, like, Assassin's Creed or, you know, mm-hmm. something else. And I know I think I've asked you this question maybe even on episode zero, like... Are there a large group of like Twitch streamers who just make money from just video games or streaming? I mean, it de- again, it depends. So like the top people, you've got your ninjas, your Dr. Lupos, uh Shroud, um Tim the Tatman, all these guys the, that you're looking at me like you yeah, have no absolutely. idea what those yeah. are, but if you watch Twitch at all, all four of those names would be Bread pretty butter. yeah, yeah. uh that's why i'm trying to like some of the bigger music. ones they'll have like tens of thousands of viewers every time they they stream and this yes they can just full-time make money off of streaming and they have sponsors they have you know ads and they'll do like i'm gonna play this for an hour or, you know things like that so that's what i'm curious is like i'm i guess that's what i'm trying to envision is it like there's 10 to 20 of these guys is it like a hundred streamers out there or is it like a thousand like names or such so it's tough to judge because a lot of streamers it isn't the only thing they do and i don't mean that in like they have like a nine to five job and they also stream i mean like you've got youtube where they can put videos on You've got Patreons where, like, people, if they want to get side content or bonus content, um, you know, th- there's Twitch, of course, and sponsorships. And then you've got, like, gaming tournaments that they can go to if they're good at it mm-hmm. and, and just other things like that. So some people, like, there's so many different ways they can supplement their income. Uh, I know, but I I say a decent amount so i i apologize i do this a lot on the podcast and i just want to apologize because i have a a brain that kind of goes 20 different directions at once so i do 
stop mid sentence and go into a different sentence and topics a lot. And I've noticed that through my editing. So I just want to apologize for that because I, I will go halfway through something and then realize I need to start over and, or go somewhere else and forget the, to end the sentence that I'm on. And so I'm, just apologizing. Sorry, listeners. 24 episodes in, you know. Oops. Uh, what was I talking about? So I was like, oh. Oh, streamers. Um, so You're on welcome. Twitch, there are affiliates and partners. And for affiliate, you have to get affiliate first and then you have to get partners. Uh, I think partner allows subscriptions, which where people can like pay you monthly uh, to get emotes and you know there you're basically mm-hmm. is kind of patreon-esque where you're paying five bucks a month to not have ads on this particular stream uh and i think affiliate is opens donations so you can like ask for donation money specifically but you can't get subscribers yet because you need to or, or it might be flipped the other way i don't know exactly i'd have to look it up but affiliate is the lower level and then partner is the higher level and you have to get a certain like you have to stream regularly for a certain amount of days, and you also have to have a certain viewer count for a certain amount of days. And once you get to the, the the partner level for sure, that's when you can really start making money. And like Twitch will like that's when people will start noticing you. And there are a lot of Twitch affiliates and a lot of Twitch partners, and some of them might be living paycheck to paycheck based on the fact that they have like you know twenty subscribers or 30 subscribers so they're you know getting like 300 bucks from twitch and like some donations and so it's not like a huge amount of money but enough i think enough get to that level where if you've got i'd say i want to say 100 regular people in your chat uh and above which is a lot of twitch streamers most of the ones that try to make it their career can get it to at least that level. You're probably making enough money to have that as your steady job. But at the same time, anyone who makes it to 100 has to have, you know, presence, has to, like, be entertaining. They have to be probably streaming regularly. Mm-hmm. Like, it becomes their job. It, they have to work at it every day kind of thing. Yeah, like, when I tried streaming, I was very inconsistent with it. So that was one thing. I couldn't even get my friends to watch me, which was another thing. And sorry. Like, <laughs> uh, but like the most I would get is when I would play a game like Jackbox, which had like audience participation. And so I would get maybe 10 to 15 people just to play because I would play Jackbox and just open it up to whoever wanted to play. And so they would like see this, they would come in and like interact with the chat and just because they wanted to play Jackbox. And so it wasn't you playing Jackbox with your friends, but you were playing with your streamer viewer people and they could join your game. Yeah. I think I remember this because there was a game where there was like a six-year-old or an eight-year-old kid who joined our Jackbox game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got it. So like that is a way to get people in for, you know, if you do things like that, like a lot of... More popular streamers will have Jackbox games, but it'll be like, you know, join my Discord cord. I'll put the the screen in that and they'll have like their, you know, viewers or, you know, subscribers are able to play. So it's not just open to anyone. Uh, but yeah, so like the most I ever got was like 10 to 15. Uh, I don't think I ever broke the 20 mark on streaming myself. And it, you know, cause, but then again, I would stream like, twice or maybe three times a week at most 
And it's hard because like when I was streaming, I would just basically be streaming myself most of the time. Like I played through all of Horizon Zero Dawn on stream. And a lot of that time I was just talking to myself. Were you talking or were you just I was quietly like I was trying to. I like there were some times where I wouldn't because I was literally the only person in the room, but occasionally I would just talk just to like get myself comfortable with it. What did you talk about? The game mostly. Like I wouldn't be like, all right, well, I need to get some groceries today. Um, maybe bananas. I don't know. Like it wasn't it wasn't like that. I would just be like, Oh hey, that's a cool thing. Or like like I was just trying to work on vamping i guess and Mm -hmm. things to be entertaining but like if i have a chat and can answer questions or like respond to things they're saying it makes it a lot easier you know because there's like a because you can thrive with an audience you it sounds like you as a creator need an audience yeah yeah i would say so like a lot of the the the, that's a big thing with like ninja who has like a hundred thousand people in his chat he's not gonna he's gonna see like one maybe two things in chat because he's one focusing on playing Fortnite, and two he like the chat goes scrolls by so fast mm-hmm. everyone's saying memes and crap like that anyway because that was something where i got to have a little bit of experience with that with you because every so often when you had your youtube kind of channels you let me like play a game by myself and you guys would leave to go get dinner or lunch or so and it was just me playing a game and that was a very odd moment of where okay, this is being like recorded. It's just me playing a game by myself. What do I do? And my brain is like, I don't really want to talk about the game. So that's how we got into Harvey Z's fireside chats where (laughs) I'm just talking to an imaginary audience and telling stories and like my thoughts. And so for me, it's, I pretend there's an audience that's already there, but I don't need to interact with them. I'm just pretending that they're going to listen to everything I say because, hey, I'm Harvey Z. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> but it was a weird feeling to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a weird feeling. Okay. Um. Well, I think we're going to end on that note, like on my Harvey Z's fireside chats to, to himself. And uh, he was orally pleasuring the audience. I mean, we moved. I was like, oh, we can I, walk away from that. No, we got to bookend it. We got to okay, bookend it. Okay, just bookending it by... Bringing it right back to the beginning. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's what a bookend is. You know, you start and finish with the bookends same stuff. Bookends are like away from each other, though. They never touch. Right. But it's at the beginning and the end of the thing. True. Like, the way you described it, I was like, it's not the same bookend. Well, I was talking about oral pleasure, and we talked at the beginning about oral pleasure. With an AU. Yeah. You might have, like, eight-year-olds out there. I hope there aren't any eight-year-olds out there. We need subscribers. If they're eight, I don't care. Like Fortnite. I mean, it says explicit on our thing. They shouldn't be listening to this. If you are, why are your parents letting you do this? This is not allowed. This is not on us. We we did the proper channels. We put the warning on the label. We're just swinging our arms here and walking towards you. And if you get punched, that's your own fault. I'm okay with that. The sad part is most of them won't get that reference because it's so old. (laughs) Even most 15-year-olds might not even get that reference. Maybe even 18-year-olds won't get that reference. I don't get that reference. Simpsons. It's like an old Simpsons episode where Bart and Lisa are fighting and one is like, I'm just going to kick the air in front of me and advance forward. And the other one's like, I'm going to swing my arms forward. And they punch and kick each other basically that way. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Uh, Try and keep this one a little shorter since... You uh, heard a uh, monster one with the Kingdom Hearts uh, or episode. Or have they? 
Oh, they have. This is definitely going to come out after the Kingdom Hearts one. Okay. Uh, so where can they find you, Harvey Z? At the Z is silent on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at T Man Plays Games on Twitter. Uh, you can find the podcast at Make Me a Podcast. You can find my writings at tmanwrites.com. And you can always email us at makemeagamerpodcast at gmail.com. And that'll be it. We haven't done anything else. We're going to do a Discord and SoundCloud probably. A SoundCloud? Uh, you, you, were, you said that the last time I still am like, because I'm yeah, like. A lot of podcasts are on SoundCloud. Okay, because I'm like, are we going to become like SoundCloud rappers? You also said that last Cause time. Because I'm totally down with like. And I just like I said again, you want to wrap us out? Go ahead. I need a beat. I can't do this acapella. <laughs> Harvey Z, Harvey Z, Harvey Z. All I want to say is my name over and over. That's it, goddammit. <laughs>